0: Dude, you look like you—you look like you're about to die.
1: So, (laughs) so, so, ignore how I look, because how I look is not how I feel, and how I feel is—I gotta give. This is one of the most. Just laughing me It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. This is. And I don't want to sound crazy. I don't, I'm not. I'm not Mr. Hot Takes. I've never been Mr. Hot Takes. But this is one of the most unexpected chapters I think we've had in a while. We discussed last week what we thought the expectation for this chapter was, and we both said we wanted to stay here, but neither of us thought we were staying here for the entirety of a chapter.
0: No way. Yeah, not in a million years. So to
1: get to be at this fight, which I'm, which I'm super excited about, by the way, like. This is not a this is kind of a weird chapter to talk about just because there's not really like a lot of quote unquote content behind it. Yeah. It's it's just throwing hands for 15 pages. But <laughs> I absolutely fucking loved it. Especially because this is very atypical of Oda. Like homie just gave us a fight. He's like, I'm gonna put all these crazy motherfuckers in one area. They're gonna start throwing really big attacks, and they're gonna keep throwing really big attacks. Like <laughs> And then we go keep shooting diggers with lightning again because let's reminisce to that. And
0: <laughs> hey, remember that time Luffy couldn't get hit with lightning <laughs> again. Again. Yeah. I,
1: was, I I will say I was a little like, I, I just don't know if, how odd rubber is in the one piece world. Yeah. But, like the fact that an emperor is like, wait, why the fuck don't lightning work on you? I was like, really? Like, <laughs> we, we've been here before. Like, do we really? Do we really need this again? But you know, whatever. Fine. I'll um, take
0: it. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it's like, well, because she fucking electrocuted the shit out of. Now I'm biased, and I think Killer got fucked up. I think Zoro just got blindsided, and Zoro's cool. But I'm biased, so I'm biased. <laughs> I don't think Zoro got just taken out with one strike of lightning, personally.
0: No, but like. I thought it was interesting, too, that Big Mom recognizes how terrifying that sword is. Like, oh, yeah. Like, no, Zoro's a, a problem.
1: Absolutely. Oh, my gosh.
0: Zoro's Zorro, a threat.
1: This is... Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because... And like I said, this is... um, What? I am Ale- connected to the internet. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you are. All right. Well, stop listening to my fucking conversations. Shouldn't have gotten one. <laughs> you don't need to know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, no, I I love the and this has been done in a very good manner. Um, the Zoro Sanji debate and Oda has just just written Zoro into a whole new place, but he hasn't done it while shitting on Sanji. It has only been upping Zoro. Um, so I love mm-hmm. the place Zoro is at right now. Uh, I love that just he just cuts through fire. I think he cut the lightning. I just think Oda's dicking with us, and we won't get that until next chapter. But that's my own, like I said, personal theory.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that made uh, the Katakuri fight so enjoy, and like and it, so interesting, was uh, the fact that Luffy actually took hits. Like it, mm. we we theorized a lot that he was it was like premonitions to the future premonitions to this, no he like actually gets like impaled and he actually gets yeah. like messed up. Mm. Um, I would love to see Zoro just get like messed up, you know. I, I think <laughs> no, he no will. bullshit, no nothing, just like
1: no, absolutely. I think he will. <laughs> um, I mean, that's actually a really good lesson. Um, and I I think it is. I think mean, that's a a good lesson that everybody could have learned from Naruto. Whereas like clones were cool for about a hundred episodes. And then when you're just like, you get, when you kind of get numb to like, Oh yeah, he got hit. Oh no. Did he really? Or was it yeah. a substitution or a sh- like, like, and like you said, Naruto was the first one to do it like that. So like they get props on how they executed originally, but eventually, it was like, "Fam, what 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 are we doing here?" Like,
0: yeah, I was definitely like, "How complex is this jutsu?" Yeah, it's <laughs> because, like, like, I feel like it's a basic ninja technique. It was. It, it always surprised people.
1: And it's like, <laughs> fam, yeah,
0: like no. it's, I don't know, like it's different when you throw a shuriken and a dude comes out of the shuriken. That's kind of rad. But like, oh, yeah. how many times do I have to throw a kunai at someone and then go? Well, it's probably a substitution, and then they turn into a log, and you're like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, that was
1: the yeah, really, no, that really pulled
0: was... a fast one on me there. Like I,
1: I did love that was the only that was one of the best things on Madara is like he's like, "Nah, dog, I could just see through clones. Don't, don't even pull this bullshit with me." And he kind of he put a huge damper on how many clones were actually used, uh, which was nice. But I think Zoro will take hits. I just don't think this is the hit. I think Zoro's hits and getting fucked up um, will come from a more closer. I'm blurring out here um, (laughs) from when they get back into because Big Mom is essentially doing like supportive fighting right now. Like Kaido is fighting head on and Big Mom is really high in the sky just shooting lightning down at people. Um, And I don't think she stays there. I don't think she gets to just fight from above and never get interacted with. I think somebody is going up there and taking out the cloud, uh, whether it's Luffy, Zoro, Kid. Uh, oh yeah, I mean Law like
0: with Room, it's probably going to be Law because Law's playing support right now too. Mm-hmm. Um, although you get some good hits from Law, but oh, absolutely, I think Law's whole, I think Law's like the ultimate support. Correct. Like I don't, I don't think he sits in a, I don't think he sits in like a top tier fighting area. No, because his
1: his power just doesn't work. Because if you're not significantly weaker from him, then I don't think he can just like room take your heart and leave. So, like I, I don't <laughs> think he could do what he did with people's heart to someone like Luffy, Zoro, or Kid because yeah. th- just their strength or I don't know if hockey's would be the interaction per se. Um, I do love, though, that, um, shout out to Luffy, even when you get new techniques, I love that all of his techniques just repeat themselves for his basic form of fighting. So Homie got a Kong gun, and he was like, oh, I know what I could do with this. I could just do this really, really fast and just have a Kong stampede, and like, because he really only Luffy really only has like three or four moves that he just repeats, learns a new variant of it, and then does that in that same form.
0: So yeah, like, except in like *Punk Hazard*, where he just has uh UFO. <laughs> like, because every now and then he'll like throw out this just like weird, like technique.
1: Yeah, he's *Bull Punk Hazard*'s only weird because like homie got to fuck around more because there wasn't like anyone scary on punk hazard like
0: caesar oh wasn't yeah him scary. and fishman like, island like he didn't really
1: yeah he didn't have to yeah fishman Island didn't really have to care caesar wasn't a threat on punk hazard um but like when he really needs to fight something which we'll go is gear four
0: <laughs> he won't yeah. he won't do anything except gear four
1: and that's I'm, I'm interested to see if we get a like another animal because yeah we've got rhino we've got snake
0: um we have gorilla or kong um, yeah we don't, don't have, have I a lot of, i've seen a lot of theories that like uh we haven't seen tiger yet and apparently in chinese mythology uh a tiger and a dragon like fight are, like, constantly seen, like, fighting each other. Definitely. So, this new... Like, the new... The quote-unquote new form that we might get is, like, tiger form or whatever. Like, Tiger Man, Snake Man.
1: I can see that. I I think we do need another animal. Um, I think that it would make sense to give Luffy... Like I said, just to give Luffy more variety because... Y- Because Kong Gun is essentially Gum Gum Pistol, his arms just inflated up. Yeah. So you would like to see by the end of it, you know, him have five or six different animals or fighting styles. Um, Snake probably is his most interesting one in terms of like just the movement with it. Um, Am I missing one? Snake Kong? No,
0: because he has Tank Man.
1: Well, and Tank Man, but Tank Man. That one, take Man, is Gear Four, and that's just yeah him, and that's him inflated, and that's where I kind of get like,
0: oh you're oh you have Kong Gun, Rhino Schneider,
1: Rhino, yeah, or Rhino, Snake. I feel like I'm missing one. Besides, like just like Gum Gum Pistol and Gatling and shit like that,
0: because Gum Gum uh, Pistol
1: and Gatling are kind of like his basic moves that he just. That's re- usually I think re-trains. it's a lot of
0: it's like based off of King Kong stuff. Um, here I'll look it up real quick.
1: I mean, he is Monkey D. Luffy, so like I get it. If there's more, like, yeah, if he's that's fine. Um, Kid was throwing shit like this was just a really good chapter because I know I at least, even if I don't feel like any of them right now are as strong as Kaido or Big Mom, Uh,
0: Python, there we go. Yeah,
1: um, even though I don't feel like any of them are as strong right now as like, individually as Kaido and Big Mom, I do love the general... If they're all in the same room, like, they're not layups anymore. And that's yeah. a really good spot, not just for Luffy to be at, because Luffy's probably been there now for the better part of 40, 50 chapters of, like, established not a layup even against Emperors. Well, hell, not even that, because he was a layup 50 chapters ago against Kaido. Yeah. Um, And so... And we also never got the explanation for that one. He just got fucking one shot and now he can fight him. But you know, fuck it.
0: It's he didn't have the right hockey. You're you're right. Um
1: and so but like to kid to be in that spot to keep the worst generation still in really good standing, I think is important, especially for Oda long term, because Kaido and Big Mom are not the end game. No. So they have no. to go further.
0: Um, yeah but i I think it also they've they've always established in this show and manga it's basically like the next generation coming in and if your next generation is basically just Luffy, it's kind of weird yeah no absolutely. it's like, oh, it's luffy and Blackbeard and that's the next generation and I'm like that's kind of that's yeah. kind of strange, you know
1: <laughs> i think especially should...
0: when you've set up the worst generation to be as big as they should be, you know?
1: No, so I think there's a really good chance. Um, I saw two theories and I'll run on both by you is that. um, So Luffy is king of the pirates right at the end of the show or the yeah. end of the series. Okay. Um, and no one really gives a fuck because we don't want the end, but <laughs> if Luffy is at the king, the, re- the rest of the worst generation is that's how the world is supposed to fill out. When Zebic. He's, he's a little harder if we don't know all of his other like homies who are with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's use Roger. For example, when Roger was King, everybody that didn't quite make it still made up the rest of the pirate world. Whitebeard was still there. And so in this scenario, if Whitebeard is the second strongest of that generation, Whitebeard would be kid. Cause let's yeah. assume Blackbeard dies during this because Blackbeard's got to die. Um, I will be disappointed if Blackbeard don't die, but that's a longer story. And we'll get to that one in a <laughs> different chapter. Um, a kid would be Whitebeard of the world. Um, Law ha- Law would have his own place. Um, they they put Bonnie because they this person at least had a lot more sign. They think Bonnie's going to be a lot more significant towards the final arc than everybody else. Um, yeah, but just having the worst generation refill out the world, and that's how you can take you can write off a Kaido, a Big Mom, um, already writing off Whitebeard, Blackbeard going away. Because all those characters should eventually die out. That's just what happens in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've also kind of set up, um, like they've already, they've already, they've already kind of set up like their next generation for Kaido and Big Mom's crew. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if for whatever reason Yamato doesn't join, um, the Straw Hats. Uh he can run the uh Beast Pirates? The Beast Pirates. And you have Katakuri running the the, the family, basically. Um you already kind of see it with uh Marco running the Whitebeard Pirates. Um Is he running them? Because he's kinda doing solo dolo shit right now. Yeah, but I mean like he was. He took the Whitebeard Pirates and then went to war with Blackbeard and then got his shit stomped. So, and then Weevil's just hunting them down, hunting down like the allies. So, the Whitebeard Pirates are pretty much done. But Marco is technically running what's yeah. left of the Whitebeard. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I always figured that, I figured Katakuri would probably stay an emperor on some level. Mm-hmm. Um, like out of all of them, just because they have that like, like Luffy and him have that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, oh, if he's kind of like the white beard to Rogers, king of the pirates, you know, like Katakuri could be that to Luffy in the kind of like an organic way too.
1: So name, name here's a better way to phrase this: name your four emperors. Let's say that. The entire last generation is gone. So Kaido's gone. White Big Mom's gone. Shank's gone. Blackbeard's gone. Um, we'll, we'll go back down to four because I think Luffy's an exception being a fifth at the moment. Um, so name your four emperors of the new world. The new new world.
0: Um, I'd say Katakuri, Kid, Law...
1: That's the one I'm so torn on. I yeah. think you're right, but he'd be such he'd be an odd emperor for me. He's he's got the resume. He just isn't. Yeah. If you pulled up on Law, Law would be that would be like the go. If I'm trying to make noise, Law's the dude I'm pulling up on. Like if I got to fight you to take your spot, I'm not fighting Katakuri. I'm not fighting Kid. I'm not fighting Luffy. Yeah, like,
0: I don't think Law. Uh, like, I think Kid for sure. I agree with that. Uh, Kid and Katakuri,
1: Luffy making your emperor spot,
0: or you got more work to do? Uh, I figured he was king of the pirates, but
1: <laughs> that's—I mean, that's an—that's <laughs> that's an emperor technically.
0: Yeah, so maybe those three. And then who's our fourth? Who's our fourth? Do we even have a fourth? Um, I'm gonna throw
1: gosh it'd be funny i'm gonna throw an oddball and that's only and i know he's got to do more obviously but i'm gonna throw a rouge as my
0: fourth one i was thinking him but i'm like we haven't seen a rouge at all
1: but he's been placed in very important spots that makes me think i think bonnie's important to the world government and i think she could be the only worst generation to die because she could be part of a Vegabunk project Mm Mm-hmm. And a has he's just kind of thrown him at us at these random times where it's like, why am I watching this half naked monk with a wing? And then he meets Kaido and he's like the first to interact with Kizuru, and they still bring his name, but like, oh, he took out one of Big Mom's commanders. And it's like so yeah, clearly wants, Oda clearly wants Odo clearly wants this dude, in my opinion, at least, to be a bigger part of the story. And I have to assume he's strong because he took out a sweet commander.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we really Arush. have no
1: clue. And we have no idea for the sweet commander he took out. We technically have no way to prove or disprove how far away he is from Katakuri. We know Katakuri was number two, but we technically don't know the one Arush could have taken out could have been number three.
0: So Yeah, I mean we always theorized that it was the fourth sweet commander that got taken out. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying uh- it
1: could be he could be stronger than Smoothie and Cracker, just not stronger than Kata Curry hmm so it's like i i think a rouge makes a really big play in the final arc or the next arc uh, before the end of the story i just it's just hard to say now because yes all we've seen him do is get really kicked really hard by keys uh, uh just watched Kaido fall and was mm-hmm. okay with it and then he took out his Sweet commander yeah so
0: i can get behind a um, just cause I can't really think of anyone else.
1: Yeah. Like Capone would be a weird one.
0: Yeah. Capone doesn't really work. Um, scratch is proven that he, just a bitch. he, yeah. Hawkins. I, I don't see making that play. Um, and a Rouge is the only one we don't know about. Um, yeah. I mean, at the end of the story, there's probably going to be three emperors. Cause that's kind of how. Roger left his era. Like Him, Shanks right is still here. relative. Shanks has only been an emperor for six years, yeah, I think. Some, there, like, something like years. that, yeah. So, I mean, he's relatively new, um, which is wild. uh In six years, there's been five emperor. There's been a, three additional emperors added <laughs> within hey man, when, six when years. You
1: got, when you got the spot, everybody wants.
0: Yeah, but when those spots have been vacant for what little under twenty years, well, that's over twenty years.
1: Well, to be fair with that, that's my that's my issue with law and not being an emperor is that's my reason why I wouldn't have laws and emperors because you that's you are clearly a target and the only way you get to unfuckable status is you are someone like Kaido or Whitebeard who just had people try you for X amount of years and everybody just came back dead. I so yeah. It's it's and like any and even Big Mom's case, like pro- people probably just never even got to Big Mom just cuz the way her island was set up. Mhm. And so when you're when you're at that position you have to be able to defend yourself on a constant basis. That's why if you're,
0: I mean, I love the idea that if it is a rouge as who becomes the next emperor, I love the idea that Skypia is his territory.
1: That would be bomb. That would be dope. Yeah, can be you, the dope. emperor
0: in the sky. That's awesome. That would, yeah, that would be super dope. <laughs> that's incredible.
1: It, gosh, Luffy's territory would be. No, Luffy would be insane because well, I mean, literally he, his, his territory would be the grand line in the new world because homie stopped yeah. everywhere and homie went and made friends with everybody like yeah. homie would eclipse. Oh, that's a deeper talk. Um, uh-huh. that that's cause that's higher than it's like King of the pirate status, but that's a, that's a different conversation. Um, but I'm going to keep a note of that Evernote. Um, <laughs> the, uh, what do you call it? Um, Gonna let me do it. You no. Know. Uh, then I saw another one, which was, and I was a little sad about this, but I get it if this is the direction he wants to go. Um, and it's that A Kainu never fights again. And the reason being is kainu not only, and I went back and rewatched I was rewatching this the other night too. Um Within a week, essentially, you could argue the time um, because him and and Aokiji's fight is not confirmed like immediately after the war or a week after the war, two weeks after the war. But let's say if it was a week after the war, that means he fought Whitebeard and Aokiji within 10 days of each other and injuries from earthquakes and avalanches and ice is that. A homie is only fleet admiral now via um, accomplishments but he is no longer a fleet admiral due to strength um, and someone kind you think of think he's af-
0: been you think he's been really weakened that this is this this is my theory
1: so i don't want to take full credit for it this is what someone else was kind of i was deep diving on the internet yeah um and the other guy made a point that um even though we don't have this backstory yet but he feels like it was a similar situation with Sengoku. um, Because if you look at Sengoku's fruit, Sengoku should have been the strongest Marine at his time, even being next to guard. But Sengoku suffered an injury similar to Akainu um, that relegated him to fighting only if absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. This is why even at Marine Ford, he really only gets in the fight for about two to three minutes. Yeah. When he could have prevented things and went into Buddha mode faster um, so that he is but that the fleet admiral position is a it is a title and a respect thing but it is no longer a strength of power and that's why they have the admirals around them would you be disappointed if a never fought again
0: yeah a little bit I mean yeah I kind of want to see like I, I I do hate the idea that all the cool fights seem to happen off screen. You know? I'm like, I'd love to like actually like one of the things with the Ace Blackbeard fight, I went back and reread it and I was like, this is really cool. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we don't see this. There's so many things happening off screen. And if the if Pika Kainu is fighting like if it's Pika Kainu and he fights Aokiji and we never get to see that fight, then I'm like, all right.
1: <laughs> I I agree. Um, I would I would be disappointed if he never fought again. I wouldn't be mad with the rationale. I guess is I, I where I could cut Otis some slack because yeah, if I fought Whitebird and Aokiji in the neck within the ten days of each other, I probably wouldn't want to fight anyone or walk again. Um, <laughs> but I I do think and see that's a hard fight even to get a flashback of now because like I don't even know how you why would do that yeah like and you let, unless you a-
0: like unless there's a bit with um because there's been a lot of th- not theories but like they've been hinting at this the neo-navy aspect of the show or of the uh of the story like it only really exists in the anime but you could have like kind of like an underground version of the Navy and you know Sengoku's running it Garp's running it um, or Garp's in it and um, Kobe's in it by proxy but Aokiji's in it and so he's an undercover operative in the Blackbeard Pirates due to this underground Navy thing you know um, I have no, I have no basis for this, yeah, no, I- <laughs> you know, I like the, I I like the idea that Aokiji's just like doing his own thing, um, and isn't being told what to do, but like this happened in, in the Avengers comics, uh, when there is a split, when the Avengers end up splitting apart, uh, you have your surface level avengers but then you have the dark avengers and they're kind of doing things behind the government's back uh they're technically like illegal uh they're bad guys quote unquote in the eyes of the law but they're still doing avenging Mm -hmm. um so I i don't know i think that'd be a cool little twist again no basis for it whatsoever
1: I like okay. <laughs> I like the Neo Navy concept. I like the idea of I like, I just really like the character of Aokiji, so like whatever he's doing, I'm gonna yeah. probably support. Oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I I would love to see like a I see I don't even know him and Akainu meet face to face anymore. I because I don't think I think that relationship is scorned to the point of like I don't think Aokiji can just walk into a navy base anymore. And just like, I want to see Akainu. Of. I don't think he has it like that because I don't think Akainu of was probably said and told people, I don't trust Homie no more.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, Aokiji's a criminal at this point. I think it's interesting though that we haven't seen a bounty come out on him.
1: Well, that's that's I just think is um propaganda. And that's the world government would not want to know. Once, once again, timing being everything, because you already just in that month, and, I'll, and I feel confident saying that'll happen in a month. Um, Blackbeard is now known to the world. Luffy is now known to the world. Whitebeard died, but it didn't even feel like they won. Um, one of the major, the major Navy headquarters is now in shambles. And the last thing you want to do is put out a wanted poster saying, oh, yeah, one of our admirals went rogue.
0: That's true. And I I don't I don't think that happened within a month, too. I think that happened actually kind of recently.
1: Um, Going Rogue.
0: Yeah. How long how long has he been on the Blackbeard Pirates?
1: Well, I'm presuming him. Well, I'm I'm presuming. So when I say a month is because. Aokiji and Akainu's fight was supposed to happen pre-time skip, theoretically. Um, Jinbei just tells us it happens. I don't remember if he says exactly when. I don't know if he said two years ago or not. I think he says during the two years.
0: I think Aokiji may have just joined. Um, Because... They're still talking about it in the, in the Navy. Um, there's a, in Dress Rosa, Burgess is telling Blackbeard, he's like, I can't trust Aokiji. Like, I don't trust him. So it implies that like he may have just joined.
1: Well, no, he, maybe around Black the, Beard. maybe around the
0: time that like Luffy resurfaced, Aokiji joined the Blackbeard Pirates.
1: So, so that part, Yes, I agree with. I'm I'm considering Aokiji going rogue, like presumably post the fight, like as soon as him and Akainu fought and he lost, I'm presuming Akainu damn near left him for dead, and Aokiji said, "Fuck y'all, I'm doing my own thing." Yeah. Um, and then if he did have a plot with the Navy or he will still trying to work with the Navy, I would equate that solely to Garp finding him and talking out with him, saying like, "Hey, this is what you can do," because because there is obviously. People in the Navy that still respect and fuck with our QG. Um Oh, I was like, I'm definitely home alone. Why the fuck I hear someone? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um,
0: what's happening? Is it on my end? Oh, oh my
1: gosh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I could definitely hear Alex, and I'm like, do I hear another person in my house? Like what the fuck? Oh
0: really? Uh oh.
1: Like, like, um, it is really, it was really light. I just barely picked up on it, and I'm just hyper conscious when I'm by myself. So, um, uh da-da-da-da-da. oh, and I don't know if we'll have um, yeah, because I only run like ten forty five. Is I wanted to at least get this started. Um okay. We discussed this last week, and that was bringing forth three or four anime um that we would put through a collective ringer of Our criteria to determine what actually is a great anime. Okay. Oh, I also, had, I also had some for you. Um, this is a, I took this screenshot because you were talking about this last week and I thought it was very, um, all okay. right, so
0: I don't watch TV. Um, <laughs> Said the guy running the anime podcast.
1: I watch anime. It's different. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you watched Game of Thrones, correct?
0: Yeah. You watched
1: Breaking Bad, correct? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you know Attack on Titan season four? It's this is these are his episode ratings via IMDb, which this I think is cool for anime in general because if you've if you've ever looked at like IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes for anime, they're not really good and they take a lot of time to
0: shit on them more but it's than also, do, the, i also find that they're all like kind of generic too like you'll look up an anime and like it's a trash anime and it has an eight out of ten because no, that correct. niche of people that actually watch it go to imdb and then leave a shit ton of positive reviews
1: <laughs> but like the critic reviews for imdb and, and rotten tomatoes have never been super no yeah they've never anime has not done historically well no, um not at all so, this is Attack on Titan Season 4 ratings for IMDb. These are the critic reviews. Okay. Episode 1, 9.4. Out of 100. I'm just kidding. Episode 2, 8.8. Now, that 8.8 is its lowest rating it's gotten all season. Okay. Episode right. 3, 9.4. Yep. Episode 4, 9.1. Yep. Episode 5 and 6, both a 9.9. And episode huh. seven was a ten.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you want to look up episode eight? <laughs> uh, well, this—if
1: it just aired, I got this one from January twenty-seventh.
0: Um, this, this—the uh, new episode aired Sunday.
1: The series now has seven episodes rated nine point nine or higher. Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad have seven combined. Yeah. I just I just I, I saw that. I thought of you because you were just talking about how
0: great this season was. And I was like, bro, the episodes that you just said were nine point nine. hundred percent agree. <laughs> All right. I, I just rewatched it with. uh, uh, With a friend of ours, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this show is so good. It's, it's the season's lit. Yeah,
1: I just, I've, and like I said, that was just, it was cool also, because like I said, critics have never given, like, great reviews to anime episodes, and they, and I'm not even saying that the critics aren't qualified, but they don't feel like they're people watching anime, they feel like they're people who watch regular TV and try to translate that into anime, and that just doesn't work, because they're obviously going for two different things, Yeah, in my opinion, at least, Um. so, yeah, just wanted to... where.
0: Uh, were you looking at Rotten Tomatoes specifically?
1: Uh, so that was just IMDb. I didn't look through. I didn't look through Rotten Tomatoes for Attack on Titan. I, I just don't want to looked at Rotten Tomatoes in the past for anime. It's taken its.
0: It's taken its toll on me. <laughs> it's yeah. So uh, uh, let, me, let me let me see because that new episode just came out.
1: <laughs> Did you also know uh, that my episode... Amazon order has been here now 37 times again this week after coming here 37 times last week? Somehow they just can't drop it off and just leave it on. It's weird. They drop it off, take it, and then send me an email saying, hey, if you pay for it again, we might drop it off. I got Wait, what? Now. It's just I have just all these fucking scam confirmation emails, and it's just fucking killing me at this point. Like, I might change my primary email. I'm like. It's just stupid,
0: uh uh, the most recent episode is at nine point six
1: yeah, no it's that that's insane, like for any show to have that is insane, um, so shout yes. out to attack on Titan. I'll watch you one day.
0: um I' <laughs> we'll wait for you to end, and then I'll watch you right, um, no, fuck you
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, did you? Let's 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 write this down too, because I, I I don't want to forget this part either. Yeah. Is did we decide on what our main criteria should be for rating anime?
0: Rating anime? Rating uh,
1: anime. What should be our four? What should be like the gold standard? You know, when you did like writing in elementary school, and you had mm-hmm. like little writing rubric shit. Um, essentially, we're gonna do that but with anime. So, what should be the the anime rubric? It's like perfect video. What is uh, the anime rubric?
0: Animation. <laughs> All right. Has animation to, has to be on that list. Can we
1: combine animation slash artwork? Yeah. Yeah. Only because yeah. like I have a couple older shows and it's the artwork's good, but obviously animation's not gonna be
0: well, oh, no, would- no, no. That's that's kind of what I mean. Like you can have like I would say Yu Yu Haku Show is a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. and the animation isn't like all there Crazy. because right. it's like hand-drawn uh ronnie kenshin's another perfect example you know mm-hmm. there are elements of that show that the animation's not there mm-hmm. um i'll judge you if naruto's on that list i naruto is not that,
1: on my list i will just just i will disclose that information okay. now naruto and one piece did not make my list they didn't uh, even they, they were didn't,
0: they didn't make mine either They were two of the first probably I just cut off
1: really easily. I was like, well, how many episodes of filler? All right. That was, that's actually a good question. How would, okay, so if animation artwork is one, I would say content slash filler should be another one because I do think shows can have filler as long as the content for the show is that good. Like my hero has a a couple filler episodes. Yeah. But yeah. The overall content is so good that I'm not tripping on it.
0: Yeah. I think if your filler to uh, main content ratio is low. Yeah. (laughs) Then you can throw it on there. Yeah, that works. Yeah.
1: Like Assassination Classroom has an episode. I There's like two episodes I could argue are like fillery that are just kind of like fluff, but it's like. I only got 40 some episodes and I was so ecstatic with the other 38 like fuck like and they're kids so I didn't mind it being like like the Japanese episode the one where like they get kidnapped is I don't it's not technically a filler episode it just felt like yeah long term nothing really happened because they're like some punks kidnapped them and then immediately got the shit kicked out of them and Koro sensei showed up at the end and it's like that was cool to see but I'm like nothing really happened so
0: yeah. So,
1: so we have animation artwork, content filler. What's next? What it should be next on our anime
0: rubric? Uh storytelling. Agreed. That's not on the list, then what are we doing here? Tell what tell the people what does storytelling mean? Uh is the paced out in a way like uh One Piece is a fantastic example of the manga having good storytelling but the anime not. Mm -hmm. Um, Your storytelling is your pacing. So My Hero Academia does it pretty well um, in the sense that the story is always moving. Your characters are always progressing in a direction. Um, And, bro, you have to have two chapters per episode. Like, come on, man. Like like the majority of your episodes should have at least two chapters in them. Yeah. Like like attack on Titan who has like 40 pages. A chapter is somehow putting two chapters into a a single episode. So I'm like, like, (laughs) I'm like, okay, come on. Like we can, we can. Um,
1: yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I would say with, with um, I really appreciate people that can, even in non-storytelling moments, and this is something that, like, One Piece of the Manga probably does better than anything, is you there is a way to progress the story even during, like, non-normal moments. Like, like generic conversations with Luffy, it's like, in, there's always a nugget. Even if the rest of the conversation is like, all right, whatever. He's meeting a new person. Hi, how are you? Who are you? Where am I at? Someone always throws in a, Oh, by the way, this. And it's like, okay, that progressed the story. Um, When he gets into fights with people that progresses the story Um, in moments and just not in non-traditional storytelling moments, how good are you at still progressing your own story characters and overall like, and that's just very few. Now, if it's comparison it, to One Piece, they all probably lose and don't have a good because One Oda just does it in a, he's just different.
0: Yeah, he cares about the world more than he cares, like about in, yeah, yeah, about like character change. Like Sanji had some pretty good character change, um, Robin, but like all that stuff tends to get kind of overshadowed by how interesting the world is. Right. I look at storytelling as a way of like, can it hold my attention? Do I feel like it's spinning its wheels and just like not going anywhere? You know, um, Bleach is a good example of that of a sh- of a show and manga that just kind of like was spinning its wheels. And I'm like, where where are we going? You know, like uh, Naruto a little bit. Eh, Naruto didn't really have that in the she manga. Did oh, I was gonna say in the manga, the anime.
1: That see that's the one I wish I could. That I'll do that. I, it's not be one of my shows, um, because I you can't separate them. But if I could ever just take Naruto up through the Sasuke fight, I would put that through the rubric, and I would argue that's yeah. a stellar, stellar show.
0: But I think that's also like why this is interesting because technically I would put Death Note on the list up until, uh. That's- uh, L dies. I don't know if you watched it. I'm, yeah, and I'm. I'm, and so, I, I'm
1: very. I'm very aware. I know everything that happens in Death Note, but I did not. I watched Death Note in the most bastard way possible, and so I would never watch a show like that again. And I was. I was. Yeah. I was. I was trying to get laid, and just it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just the way that I watched Death Note was just terrible. <laughs> so, but okay. I'm very well aware. I'm very well aware of everything.
0: Oh, I'm very well aware. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 so you know
0: yeah you know but i'd put it up to like a certain point in that show where it's like fantastic and then it kind of like if your ending peters out then it i and my my philosophy is your ending is almost more important than like your ending is like the most important part because that's that's the end that's that's what rounds it out that's what makes it have rewatch value well, that's what um, I
1: was going to ask is, and if I'm right, I think on the actual writing rubric, uh, your conclusion is one conclusion. of the So, and I would say that we're same for anime is that your ending slash conclusion should be a very important thing. I don't, well, I'm still kind of teetering on one show um, that's not finished, mm-hmm. which would be the only hard part. But I would argue, I, I, I would argue if you're going to choose a show, um that does not have a definitive ending yet then i would say we could at least critique
0: the What's ending it? of what? their arcs yeah yeah, and yeah if yeah. their
1: arcs end well then i will have the confidence and trust that okay they will also conclude the ending of this show well
0: yeah like i i'm of the mindset that game of thrones <clears throat> prior to 2018 was one of the best shows on tv
1: yeah
0: um Yeah, I say prior to 2019, because that's when the last season was. They had like season seven was kind of like spinning its wheels. But I was like confident that the last season was like, oh, no, it's all set up for the final season. And then it like fell on its face. That hurts everything in the long run. Yeah, Why would I rewatch the show when I know that all these little strings and all these little Easter eggs and all of these little like hints and you know panels or whatever don't matter (laughs) it makes theorizing like like part of the beauty of like a a show is being able to like theorize where it goes and guess where it goes Mm -hmm. and if you know that there's nowhere for it to go then all the cool moments don't mean anything
1: yeah no I, anyway yeah. that's
0: my hot game of thrones take i gotta go uh <laughs>
1: like the um and we won't have time I said to do all four shows so we will start we'll do this kind of in segments right so mm-hmm. because usually we have time after discussing one piece chapter outside of very rare instances so <clears throat> we will both put our first show through the anime rubric that's okay we will yeah fuck you like um <clears throat> would you like to go first submitting your first show
0: Attack on Titan.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. So now this you're gonna have to. So this you're gonna have to. And I think this is kind of. I, I think this will be neat. Well, I'm gonna, gonna do a non.
0: To, I'm gonna do a non-spoiler thing because. Oh gonna, no, I'm, we can't. Well, I'm gonna try to get you to watch this fucking show, fam.
1: I'll, I mean, I'll watch it whether you spoil it or not. That's. I, I don't want to do. Yeah. Because I I would I would like to deep dive these so to do a non-spoiler one. and to deep dive is kind of hard. But
0: I can do another one then. I mean, I'd say,
1: yeah, don't start with it. Don't start to save.
0: I'll I'll save a deal.
1: I'll make you a deal. And I know how to do this because this will take course over about a month. Right. Like if we do essentially one an episode and let's say maybe one week we don't Okay. save attack on Titan for your last. I will catch up on attack on Titan. Like I will watch. I will make. will. I can't really make my fiance do much, but I will. I will ask really nicely. (laughs) Yeah. Put one piece on pause, dude. Oh yeah, no, we're only like three episodes into one piece. Okay. But she she liked Lufeme's like, I wanna watch this. I'm like, there's a thousand plus episodes. She's like, Oh, is that it? I'm like, No. <laughs> it's still gonna go. <laughs> I have no we might get to two thousand, I'm not
0: sure. They just started the uh the time skip with Odin in the anime. Oh gosh damn it.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know if I'm ready. Like, I'm really excited by the way. Uh, for for people listening, I'm really excited to rewatch moments of One Piece. Like, don't get it twisted. I talk mad shit about that anime. But I'm really excited to watch like, rewatch like the high parts of our long park. I'm really excited to watch um the high parts of Dress Rosa, but I'm not really looking forward to five episodes, them walking in the desert with Vivi and like I'm not looking forward to
0: well there's also like a big period between is it there's a l- huge period between skypia and Einzlop and um uh and
1: it's, uh, water, 7? water seven water yeah,
0: seven yeah yeah, and i'm like like there's like i mean besides g eight is technically filler, which so is i great. like g eight so
1: i'm not and then you have
0: story. foxy uh Ugh. i think the aokiji interaction gets spread out into a second island uh and then there's like a couple of other filler shit that <laughs> that's just there
1: <laughs> so i'm skipping filler by the way just i I will always if i know it's filler i'm skipping it because yeah fuck that oh yeah um one Piece is a little harder because they throw their filler into episodes with that well, one every piece episode content like, that you need to know. And I'm like, fuck, like you need to see, like you need to know this. But then the last 20 minutes just suck or yeah. the first 20 minutes suck. And then they throw out the last like that one flash away to Marine Ford and it's an important meeting. It's like, oh, you're killing Like Naruto at least just told you, hey, next 20 episodes, you're fucked. <laughs> you're hey, getting nothing.
0: What is this? 2017? You don't get a single episode of canon. Eat a dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: you want to see niggas get married? You want to see niggas get married again? Yeah, oh, we, yeah we need to set up Borto. Uh Also, the entire show is filler. Have fun. Like, but, <laughs> I like, hey guys, I know we gave you Karnahamaru in
1: episode two, and then proceeded to do very little with him, but... But prior to the wedding, you want to see Kotohamaru do something?
0: No. <laughs> no, I don't. Why, why, why am I seeing this? What the hell?
1: And I always state to shoot Naruto a little bit of love because place in my heart. I wouldn't care if there was one filler episode of a wedding at the very end. Fine. Fine. Let the nigga get married. Be happy. Cool. Don't make it a fucking 40 episode
0: setup. I still think that like (laughs) they missed an opportunity with like the last to do like a show after Shippuden. So Shippuden ends with Sasuke coming back, right? I want to see like Naruto's journey to becoming... Hokage? A Jonin?
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, like
0: Jonin Naruto doing things like and you can end it with the last and then that's it, like your wedding
1: it, i i agree but that's the, the only part they butchered with there is when naruto and sasuke started fighting it was like oh yeah who else fights these two
0: yeah so but that's that was, why i'm like oh it ends with like a fight on the moon which i'm like he's a fucking ninja but right. okay he's on the moon now uh <laughs> and then kishimoto <laughs>
1: came back with we're like, dragging- hey guys <laughs> I got, I got, I got, a, I got a new anime for you. Sci-fi, you'll never see me do this before. Like, no, nigga, I just saw you do this. You just threw my nigga on the moon two years ago.
0: What do you mean nobody likes Samurai A? <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: All right. So besides on time, time, we'll save that and I will get caught up. What okay. is the first anime you want to throw into the anime rubric? And by the way, we have not discussed our list with each other. So I don't know if we have duplicates or not, but we're going to find out in real time.
0: Avatar the last airbender. I think this is a really solid choice to start. Yeah.
1: I think this is a really st- I think this is a really st- okay. And you kind of took mine, but I'm like, I'm half tempted. We'll see. We, we I'm half okay. tempted. I'm half tempted <laughs> to throw Korra as one as one of mine because I realized as I rewatched as I rewatched Korra. This is something I really love. Getting to watch anime, um, with Noemi as her being someone who did not watch anime growing up and did not have a natural like um, like natu- wasn't naturally into it um, it's interesting to see like the view she has on some of the shows because mm-hmm. like when you watch something like Korra uh, when we watched it we're watching Korra off the strength of Last Airbender. Last Airbender was great yeah. and we're like they're giving us something new that's a continuation and we're just sold so like fuck it she watched Avatar: Last Airbender and loved it, and immediately got thrown into Korra. Yeah. Um. And I've seen her and other people who have. I feel like Korra has not aged as well in the public eye, which I think is
0: weird. Yeah, I I feel I would feel like Korra. I think, like Korra, has its moments of. What? Why? Why'd they do that? Um, Correct.
1: But So does Aang to a degree.
0: Yeah. Like, I think the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender... Sucks. Well, it's a kid's show. Um, and you can make the same case for the first season of Attack on Titan, too. Uh, that is the most shonen-y feeling uh, season, is the first season.
1: With his mother dying? That's pretty shonen.
0: I- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, she gets eaten. Like you, you, like, you have
1: parents. Not in this, not in this style of mom. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll never forget. Alex was like, "Oh wait, the mom dies." Isn't that kind of a spoiler? And I'm like, it happens in like the first like 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> like that's how the first episode ends. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, not a spoiler. Not but, a spoiler. Um,
1: No, that's not a spoiler. That's no, like I insane. I think
0: there is something. It's like. It's like almost like a false sense of security that they put you in where it's like, oh, the first season is, you know, your generic show. This is what the show is. This is what makes it interesting and popular and everything. And then the next season <laughs> blows oh. your mind <laughs> and it takes it makes everything in that first season different. It, I mean, it adds weight to everything. Um, and for Last Airbender's purposes, it's... Um, you get to see Aang's change throughout mm-hmm. the season as he goes from like becoming, uh, a like he from going from just a goofy kid to someone who has come to the realization that he is not, he can't be, and he has yeah. been forced to have to grow up. Um, like he's goofy, but like it's almost. It's almost like his goals have changed, where he it's like, My goal is to be a kid versus oh, my goal is now the Avatar. And there's it's subtlety throughout every episode. Whereas and, like if you're watching season three, Last Airbender, and then you go back to um the first episode where he's penguin sledding, and you go, Oh, that's a completely different character.
1: And and Aang does something um well that see. Gosh, this is going out of order. So this is going... Um, we'll, we'll start here with the storytelling because this is part of it. One of the best things um, that I think after The Last Airbender did with storytelling is... Um, and this is really hard to do, especially when you have a story that is so focused on its central character. Um, and we've said this all the time with other shows where it's really hard to keep your side characters interesting. At no point do the side characters... And I'm and I'm considering side characters for Avatar just the group. I'm not I'm not counting Suki. I'm not counting um the little islands they go to and finding other people. Yeah. The side characters in Avatar The Last Airbender are some of the best side characters ever because Toph has enough fanfare to be to have damn near her own show. Mm-hmm. Katara is equally as important as a friend, teacher, healer. Um, significant other soccer can't really fight and the way that Sokka is used as um, a support system for Katara as comedy as comic relief and just his role like even not being able to fight which they joke on like for three or four episodes like yeah. homie you can't fight like what do you like what like you can't bench it you don't you got a boomerang Um, and then Zuko because Zuko's weird I'm not sure if I call Zuko a side character
0: but he no he's not he's a really odd (laughs) he's he's the antagonist for a lot of the show but even in season one you go is he the bad guy there are fire nation people that are way worse like Zhao is way Way worse worse than Zuko and by the end of season one you almost feel sorry for him yeah. And then in season two, it's like, oh, my God, I really do feel sorry for him.
1: <laughs> and then um, you, you think he fucks everything up going into season three. Yeah. Because no one, no one crosses Iroh.
0: Yeah. Well, I forget. You have these feelings. I just remembered this. Um, your feelings towards Zuko start to change around the Zhao fight. Mm-hmm. And you don't start seeing him as a good person until he it's the episode where he rescues Aang.
1: Mm hmm.
0: From uh, yeah. Zhao's compound, and we see the blue spirit mm-hmm. for the first time. And I think it's at that point where you're like, "Oh, I mean, he's a. I, uh, I don't know where his his allegiance is. I don't know who I don't know who he is as mm-hmm. a person. You know, he's a good guy is a bad guy. And to there's complexity to those characters.
1: Oh, absolutely, to to the credit of storytelling. Every single one of those characters all have their stories completely told. Um, Aang going from goofy kid to realizing having to be Avatar while still being a kid. And in season three, right before like the biggest moment of his life, being like, holy shit, I'm 10. So much is happening. And having that breakdown episode where he can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's one of the most conflicted episodes of Avatar is the writing of that episode, I think, is perfect. I think it is a little dull to rewatch because they do kind of kid you again, like back in season one with like the dreams and mm-hmm. they throw in like these jokes. And I'm like, I, I get it because the writing of a 10 year old, that's how it would go. Yeah. Just the rewatch value for me. I'm
0: like, uh, I think uh. I think out of like the whole show, I mean, we talk about like filler to um, content. content. I think season three might have the most filler. I think because I, I hear me out like there's a lot of like every episode's important in its own way. Mm-hmm. Um, but in like the I think it's like the episode before uh the siege of the fire nation uh or the um the the day of black sun mm-hmm. episodes that's where it's kind of like all right we can't just jump into it we gotta like that's where that's definitely like a filler episode and yeah. can't sleep because he's nervous. Um, but
1: that, that's But that's though, but the,
0: that's but like, it's, that's not, it doesn't hurt it. I think it doesn't hurt way. it. Cause it makes, it's, if you
1: just wrote us, if you were just writing a story and you said, yeah, my 10 year old protagonist, who's about yeah. to quote unquote save the world or thinks he's going to save the world. And he's the most important piece. Yeah, he's got anxiety. Yeah, he's nervous. Yeah, he's freaking out. Was it executed in kid show fashion? Sure. But the storytelling didn't drop off. The style of writing didn't drop off. Um, Toph, I could argue, is really the only character that doesn't get a resolution because we don't get a resolution in the anime with her parents. And that's probably the only thing I wish... It was addressed, at least in some degree. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially like after the war. like I would have loved to see a... Um, when they all meet up back in say like that would have been the perfect time for like Toph to go re meet up with her parents.
0: I I actually love the idea that she doesn't. Um, because Toph's journey is very much like she is. Her parents see her as a prize,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the idea that like Toph's whole goal is independence Mm -hmm. but that independence and only independence and her journey is her discovering that um it is okay to be codependent when the people that like when your friends are relying on you you can rely on other people if they care about you you know i don't think toff's parents cared about her um Damn, shots fired. i mean <clears throat> now I, now I, like I, whatever what comic books aside and whatever
1: yeah that's that's i was saying only anime related basis
0: yeah um
1: because otherwise i got some questions about other guys stories too but that's
0: yeah you know, i mean I like, they they regress Sokka in the comics too which kind of hurts yeah um but yeah. but yeah like, i i think that her part of her story is yeah cool she's a badass that's she's A disabled badass, which is awesome. Yeah, great representation. Yeah, but it's more than that, though. She's like that complexity of her discovering that it's okay to care about people and it's Mm -hmm. okay to rely on people because not everyone's going to screw you over and not everybody treats you like a a prize. You know. Um,
1: I think the biggest, and then we'll give a grade here just for storytelling. Um. I think one of the best, the best note, or the best way to describe Avatar storytelling is it's kind of like the opposite to One Piece, right? One Piece, you could argue that not every character is the most they get fleshed out, but you could argue not every character is the most interesting thing in the world. Yeah. But the world is so incredibly interesting that you're like, oh, that's where this character is born, that's where this character is important. Avatar, the world's kind of laid out to you, Episode One. The world's at war. The Fire Mm -hmm. Nation's killing people. Um, Here's the Avatar. The characters, though, Aang, Sokka, Katara, Toph, Zuko, Iroh, even, like, Zhao, uh, excuse me, Abumi, uh, the White look. like, all these characters are so good, so well-written. They get full stories start to finish. Almost every single person has that moment of, hell, even someone like Iroh, who we essentially Iro is already Iro episode one we yeah. just don't know it yet and even the way they write that out it's like it's done so well um these the best show nickelodeon's ever given us um sorry spongebob and fairly odd parents
0: um <laughs> <laughs> those are the those are the money makers we're not talking that's, about money makers we're talking about the best show
1: <laughs> correct um but that's that's right. Like i said the storytelling is just incredible with the characters um the world is so-so, like the world's at war. Korra's world is more interesting than Aang's world. Like, mm-hmm. Aang has more interesting characters. Um, and to keep it on a rubric style, a rubric is a one to five. Where would you grade? And we'll average out our scores. So where would you grade one to five Avatar storytelling?
0: I get a five. Same. Yeah.
1: I, I just think, I don't know another... Like it'd be hard, you'd be hard pressed to find another show of characters, like I said, just that group that are as good as those. and yeah. Solely off the strength of that. I'm like, that's worth the vibe. Um animation/slash artwork.
0: I love the hand-drawn style, man. I do too. There's a part of me that really misses that. And um in and, and just anime in general, I really miss the hand-drawn style. Uh, there's this show on uh, Netflix called Castlevania, that's mm-hmm. all hand drawn, and you don't realize how much you miss that <laughs> until you've actually seen it.
1: Um, or if love- you even go
0: back and watch like <laughs> old Naruto and One Piece episodes, you know, like or old anime in comparison to new anime, or when they redo an old fight scene in the new style in mm-hmm. one piece. Like you go, eh, it doesn't look right. Something's off. The, um, um,
1: I used to love on Nickelodeon when they would do uh, like, they'd have like the drawing uh, in between episodes. They'd be like, hi, I'm the artist for this show. And they would sit down with a piece of paper and like actually draw out the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it with a, they did it with um, fairly odd brands. Got a lot of love on there. Obviously SpongeBob. Um, danny phantom got a lot of on there uh so I, I agree with you as far as hand-drawn i think animation is super unique to avatar because <clears throat> if you're old like us you remember that time where like avatar was new to us and everybody was like holy shit how do you do that in a video game and for years it was like yeah dude how would you how how would you make a video game where dudes can literally just twist their arms, go up like this. And now there's a mountain in front of me or yeah, I like sh- shooting. F- it it was a. And
0: I, I think, really I do. think video games are still trying to figure that one out. A- absolutely. You know, like, Oh, you get your avatar and he like literally an avatar and you, <laughs> you go, okay, what class do you want to be in? Uh, yeah. It was everything that uh, I think cyberpunk promised the most with it. And realistically, as, as all views, all reviews, and opinions on the game aside, it's probably one of the closer ones. Um, uh, fallouts up there of like, I want to do this. I'm going to build this character. Uh, realistically though, uh, tabletop games, just, it's all still in the head. It's all still in the imagination. So it's yeah, it's like how 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 do you do this
1: (laughs) yeah no it's um and it was it was it was a i always love things that are like nuance or first ofs and the way avatar fought that was new like we Mm -hmm. hadn't we hadn't seen that before um kind of similar to one piece and like it wasn't just like fire was supposed to be like the op theme because they're out there killing everybody and they're this massive army Ang was beating him with his fucking hands tied, blowing wind out of his mouth, making fucking air scooters, like the creativity in the animation and the way they fought. Like it was, yeah, no, I got, I got no beef here. Um, love hand drawn, love the animation. I think my only, I, I'm, I'm going to give them a four only because there's another show I want to bring up and I'm going to, and I'm going to be snobby here for a second. Is I think the other show, the animation and artwork, is better. Mm-hmm. So I, I want that one's five to be a little different. So I'm going to give a four, but I I, I have no legitimate issues with it. Um, like I said, yeah, it's just it is quality as fuck. So I'm giving a four.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I give it. I'd give it a four and a half. I think. Um. Yeah, man, it's a fantastic show. Like, no, no, it is that that part. Um, like there are part, no, like, unfor there are limitations to the hand drawn aspect. Oh yeah. Um. But that style, that stylization is just so amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, content slash filler. Oh man, the, the filler in this show is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Like you can, you can, you you know when it's filler, and every anything with Haru is filler. <laughs> so Haru Haru has one episode, and the the fucking Earth and that could have been good. This, this episode, I hate this episode, and it's always on every time I watch Avatar. It's like the first episode that comes up. And I hate this episode so much. <laughs> it's the I think you know it. It's the it's the one where they go on the um, uh, they have to like they meet Haru and he gets kidnapped by the Fire, in the Nation. Fire Nation prison. Yeah. And he's put on like a metal thing in the middle of the ocean. And I was like, no, it sucks, and it especially sucks. How long have these Earthbenders been here? How long have these Earthbenders figured out that, like, like a sixteen-year-old kid looked up and went, "Oh wait, they're burning coal." <laughs> these Earthbenders are trash, dude. Like,
1: not not just that, we got an actual good Fire Nation prison in season three, and really made her look even worse. like
0: yeah, like the boiling rock compared to whatever the fuck they were on is just Yeah, no it sucks. It's like
1: <laughs> that's the, the fill the in Avatar's ass. Um this, so this is probably my most harshest critique of Avatar because this is the one I'm gonna I I'm probably given a three four. and the content I love Avatar. Um, but I'm very noted as saying episodes three through ten um make me want to scream and it might be three through eleven, make me want to take my eyes out. And burned them in acid. Um, they're just—they're just in. Even as a first-time watcher, wait—you mean three episode
0: through- three? Like that's the one where they're at the uh, Southern Air Temple.
1: In Southern Air Temple, okay. So go 4 through eleven. You want?
0: You're—you're you're talking Kiyoshi Island? Yeah. Okay.
1: Four through eleven are even as a first-time watcher are absurdly slow, absurdly directed towards children. It is. And then that part, I'm I'm probably never gonna win that argument because obviously you're a new show, you're on Nickelodeon, you gotta do more kid stuff. Fine. Yeah. Uh, but just super slow. The pacing sucks. The content is okay, not great, which it'd be different if like the content was like the air temple episode, you're right. That that's a very important moment. So that one, that episode's slow too, but it matters a lot more. Yeah. The other stuff, what buildup that I have like. I don't even know if Kyoshi Island fucking matters anymore. Homie. They went there. Zuko Wait. ran y'all shit. Here's the problem. Think about this. Think about this. Yoshi S- Island matters. One, I understand. <laughs> season one, episode four, Zuko looked like a fucking conqueror at Kyoshi Island. Yeah. Do you know how best, backwards and contradictory to the rest of the fucking story that is? Yeah. Like, oh my God. And, and yeah, the filler sucks. Um, season two probably has season two is probably the best put together season.
0: Uh, um, yeah. Cause even when, even when maybe cause at, in season two, Zuko becomes the B story. Mm. And so even if nothing is happening in Ang story, the A story, Zuko's uh, got stuff. Zuko's doing something. So like they cover <laughs> up the filler better in season two.
1: Yeah. This is, this is a three for me because, like I said, the yeah. filler sucks. Um, and now, now don't get me wrong. If you want just high points, and I think this is probably true for all the shows, um, if you want just high points, yes, the high points are a five. The the mm-hmm. high points are absolutely a five. But this is where being a kid show can hurt you, and just having really slow pacing in the beginning and having terrible filler.
0: Yeah, even the obvious filler too. So the and this is one where uh, Cora failed. Uh, the recap episode mm-hmm. that they did in last airbender where they go and see the play. I hate recaps. I hate it too. The play is amazing. Oh yeah. No, the that, funny. that is probably like the best, like one of the best filler episodes in the whole show. And it builds onto the main story. I, I would give that like, it's almost like the writers know when they're, when they have to like fill something, Mm-hmm. Where they have to fill an episode, and I think from seasons two and three they learned w- w- that they need to add something, some substance to it. Um, that's why I'll, I'll give it a three and a half. I'll give it a three and a half. Um, cause just cause season one they're still learning. Yeah. And that Peru episode's fucking awful.
1: The down pr- problem is too is like Avatar should have easy filler because think of it this way. Boom, boom, combustion man could have been filler. And he's not, but he could have been, but just the basis of like, okay, at least give me something cool to look at, which he was cool. So give me like some, like it would not have been a stretch to be like Zuko hired mercenary to chase you down. What power does this mercenary have? Like I would have taken that over like 99% of the other bullshit you gave me.
0: Yeah. And luckily, that's a good part. Of, that's a good portion of the first half of season three mm-hmm. is uh, running from Combustion Man.
1: Yeah, and he could have been filler because he doesn't. He doesn't do anything. He's got no name. He doesn't talk.
0: Sparky, Sparky, boom, man, bitch. Like
1: <laughs> conclusion. I, just, I, and I've said this before. And I got. I got a few more minutes here before I had to head out. Is I don't like, gosh, everything about, like, the final five to six episodes of Avatar was going perfectly for me. Like, I I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the White Lotus recapturing the city. I enjoyed um, everybody's part being very pivotal in combating the Fire Nation. I loved Ozai looked terrifying, burning down forests, um, the comet. Everything was going perfectly. Like Aang and Ozai, the start to their fight was incredible. You get to see Aang use all four bending. Like it's smooth. It looks like a full-fledged avatar. And Ozai is still strong enough to fight him. Everything was going perfectly. And then I just get copped out and they just cheat me with this BS Avatar state win. Oh you like,
0: hate that? Oh I, I love it. I
1: hate that cuz it was like why even show me that Homie has progressed so much? Like the kid who couldn't fucking whip water in episode 3 is he's 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 mastered him. He's done he's, yeah. he's he is fighting like an avatar. And then Ozai's like, "Nah, I'm still stronger." And Homie gets like, the symbolism, fine. I won't kill you for that. Getting hit in the back and the symbolism trading the Avatar State, cool. But it, then it just goes so fucking lopsided after that. It's like, at least we're going to go Avatar State. At least let Ozai fight a little bit, not just get fucking pulled by his chin and then ragdolled for about two minutes.
0: I, I just... I don't know. I I like that a lot, though, because in context, like, the Avatar State is overpowered, and Aang... This fuck. Like, doesn't have it but he knows all the build up to that moment is he knows that he needs to have it to beat Ozai so he gets it he has all that power in the world and then he beats Ozai with it effectively and before he like he could he could literally end it and then he decides not to and he ends up doing it in his own way Like, it's like, I I I don't have to, I don't have to kill the guy. I can steal his bending.
1: No, that part, the stealing, the bending. I love, I just wish there was the fight part. As soon as he got to Avatar State, I wish there was more of a fight. Cause Ozai gets his hand knocked away and then goes, um, yeah, he gets his hand pushed away by Aang. He. Starts running away in fear, throwing like a couple half-ass shots, which look like less fire than he was just emitting, which made no sense. Because why? The comment's still out. I just, oh, like I said,
0: it, he's Ozai, out of he's out of balance. He got I, I, he's I out know. of balance, asshole. I know.
1: Ozai, had, the problem here too is Ozai had as much props as I just gave their characters. Ozai has had the most buildup of almost any villain, like out of all the shows we're probably going to talk about, it's hard to say someone has more buildup than Ozai. Mm. He was a shadow behind the fire. You knew he wasn't charged. We didn't even get to see homies face until season three. Yeah, Like, so this dude is coming with the rep. Like you got to bring it. You cannot just bitch out. This is like, um, uh, to, uh, for, for my Yu-Gi-Oh lovers, um, for 5Ds, one of the worst, or not 5Ds, sorry, for Arc 5, the professor who's like the ultimate bad guy is worthless, fucking worthless. He he loses almost immediately, he loses in like a turn. And it's like, you're the guy who I just went 100 plus episodes thinking like you killed all these people and you met, sent the world into hell and you just a bitch? Okay, Cool. And when you lose someone like that, when you have a character like that, and you're going to give them that buildup, and they don't quite live up to the buildup, or there's anything really disappointing in it, like, I'm a fillaway. And, and and Ozai was better than the professor. The professor literally was. I was going to say, I was like, uh,
0: no, the I, professor
1: was literally one of the worst <laughs> built up characters I've ever seen in my life. Like, if he goes to hell, he deserves it. Um, the <laughs> But Ozai is not. I just the feeling, the end of that fight, I'm talking about the actual fight-fight part, not just the him losing his bending. It just felt a little disappointing. to me.
0: I Let's. I would I would say that him losing his bending is part of the fight, though. Because like Aang shows mercy and Ozai in turn, like when shown this mercy, decides to try to like take a chance and kill Aang. Mm-hmm. And that's when Aang like finishes the fight. And to me, that's the ending. It's not just him like, you know beating like fucking ragdolling them you know and throwing them down like the mercy part of that fight is very much a part of that fight no that's because we see how far ang has come because like i would argue that's more
1: storytelling than the fight though
0: but that's that's great though i want storytelling in my fights i want them to mean something otherwise you get bleach <laughs> no, nah, that's fair. No, yeah. I'm, gi- I'm
1: giving the conclusion a four. Otherwise, I would give it a five. Like, but like I said, that's my only I give it a five. That the Avatar states. Give so, it a five. So Avatar has a 4.25 for animation artwork, a 3.25 for content such filler, a storytelling is a five, and the conclusion is a 4.5. So Avatar, the last airbender. T um would give that's four seven twelve sixteen uh that's 17 17 divided by four is
0: 4.25
1: avatar the last airbender is a 4.25 rated show according to our anime rubric okay so that is our first show we're gonna do we're gonna do at least a show a week um this is one of my times where i'm a little more pressed for time than normal um so and we're gonna see at the end of this out of our shows what we consider off of analysis discussion and our rubric what is the best anime that we
0: have go watch attack on titan i will watch attack on titan
1: um with that being said don't forget to check out the other shows uh real big three hard Foul radio and my stupid fucking mouse go check out my stupid fucking mouse that's what everyone <laughs> should do just go check out my stupid fucking mouse um wow it really is i think i just broke it <laughs> <Fuck>. god damn <laughs> hey with that being said go check us out go check out the other shows uh don't forget also go check us out on twitter at italkline 9080 at hardfound network at shadow O'Reilly on twitter even though the nigga don't tweet Not at little bell underscore rvio at um that's all the twitter handles instagram handles do we have a new episode of the scene uh it'll be out friday there we go go check go check that out um spotify wherever you listen to podcasts do you are you guys just on spotify
0: right now or uh we go through anchor so okay cool. look at look us up on instagram uh at seat pod uh we have a link in it link in the bio that can take you to the podcast
1: dope 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 hey with that being said we're gonna catch y'all next time peace out dudes